0: More Mile TipCast, episode number 135. Sprint Interval Training is really hard. Hey folks, we are back for another TipCast. And on this TipCast, I wanted to actually talk about a recent experience I had with Sprint Interval Training. Because uh, I recently wrapped up a Sprint Training study over the Christmas holiday. And it reminded me just how hard sprint interval training is and also suggested to me that maybe some cyclists don't actually sprint hard enough. Uh, So we were doing a study, we're actually testing a supplement uh, in this case and we're wanting to see which sprint trials were better Uh, and I'm not going to get into that because we have not released any of that data, we're still in analysis, but what I found interesting is that. Well, we consider a Wingate Sprint, and I've I've talked about Wingate Sprints in the past in the podcast, and I know I've talked about 30 second intervals in the past. Wingate Sprints are against a fairly high load, and they're very, very difficult. And we use them to test a a variety of hypotheses, and and really they've been kind of the the backbone of sprint interval training for a number of research studies. And what what surprised me is just uh, how hard Trained cyclists found these intervals to be uh, so so hard. In fact, that a lot of the subjects, by the end of a session of just five thirty-second sprints, uh, were were completely shattered uh, to the point where they really had to kind of hang out in the lab for twenty thirty minutes before they could leave. Now, it got me thinking uh, about a couple things, and first and foremost, I I have to wonder if perhaps when a lot of cyclists are doing their sprints if they're actually sprinting hard enough because one of the things that that came across is that we wanted subjects to actually test out the, the training protocol before they came in and most people had done one or two sessions and across the board, everybody said, wow, this session was so much harder than what i did in training so that was kind of the first red flag for me is to say hey you know what maybe people aren't actually training as hard as they think they are and that's not again to say that you want to completely shatter yourself in every training session but i think that we want to put that in the context that if you are going out for a very short interval it should be very very hard and so when we're doing 30 second intervals, we want to remember that in the context of training, that hard training is going to pay dividends, but also in the context of recovery, we don't want to do that all all the time. And in this case, we gave them uh, at least a couple days off in between every training session. But the other thing it brings to light, and this is based on other research, is that oftentimes cyclists, particularly by the end of a racing season, and a lot of the, the the guys in our study had just finished cyclocross, a lot of times their their, uh, their ability to do anaerobic work, that really high intensity sprint activity, is actually starting to get suppressed by the end of the season. And so I had not actually thought about this when I was designing the study, but it's possible that doing very heavy sprint work, especially extended sprint work, like 30 seconds uh, might be a little bit too taxing. So here are my tips. Uh, you know, First and foremost, if you're going to do sprint interval training, it should be really, really hard. Okay. If it doesn't feel really hard, you probably didn't do it correctly. Uh, also, you want to make sure that your recovery periods are long enough in between every sprint. And so we typically use anywhere from four to five minutes maybe six minutes, but we want to keep it really around that that, that five minute range uh, for sure. Three, start light, okay? If you have not done this type of sprint work in a long time or ever, I'd probably start with three intervals, uh, maybe four, okay? Definitely not more than four, but I think three or four is a good place to start. Try that for maybe a week or two, so you might do two sessions in a week, and then two weeks later you might add another sprint but you should feel like when you get done with the workout uh, by that maybe that third or fourth workout you shouldn't feel completely shattered and what you will find is that if you add a fifth sprint and then you go a couple more weeks and you maybe add a sixth sprint you'll, you'll find that when you get done with the workout you're not devastated. Again, it's going to be a really hard workout, but you're not nearly as, as shattered. The other thing that you'll find is that really within one or two workouts, your sprint power output is going to go up. And I would wager it goes up maybe 10%. Um, for the first sprint, but every subsequent sprint gets a little bit higher too. So you don't lose so much, but that is an important aspect to know. One of the other things that we saw in this recent study is that I had maybe two or three subjects who they had very, very high sprints in the first two sprints. Uh, And then in their third, fourth, and particularly fifth sprint, it, it was barely a sprint. And I mean it was like maybe 50 percent lower that's a lot of sprinting power output to lose and so if you are finding that your your sprint is really suppressed towards the end of the workout this is probably a good sign that you you have that low kind of anaerobic capacity and you want to spend some time you also might want to actually shorten your sprinting workouts so you might actually do Maybe 15 or 20 second sprints with a little bit longer recovery and just kind of slowly edge it up. Again, this type of work is very strenuous, and doing too much too soon can really leave you kind of in the hole, so to speak. Well, folks, that is it for Tipcast 135. If you want to learn more, feel free to email me at go one more mile at gmail.com. That is go one more mile at gmail. Com. You can also head on over to the website, www.go1mm.com. That's www.go1mm.com. There you can hit the donate button. You can support this podcast. You can also write us a review on iTunes. Those reviews are hugely important to our rankings. Uh, and we really need your support to grow the podcast. Until next time, folks, remember, go one more month. Later.